Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Crash Course. I, I have a I have a new guest host with me. Um, that sounds weird, <laughs> guest host. Like I don't guest host. I get. I, I'm a guest host. You can be a guest host. I I don't know why I say guest. I don't know because you'll probably be in a lot of these, but whatever. It's my um, first one, so I'll be the, I'll be a guest on this one. How yeah, that? we're kind of just seeing how you do, okay. you know, and and we'll I'm see. I'm on a trial period. This is uh, this is Megan. Uh, Megan is someone I I know I know you pretty well, like. Well, we're married. So yeah, that, that helps. So I, <laughs> I, so I know you really well, and uh, have we've been married for for this will be year thirteen. I know it. I'm right, right? Yeah. Oh wait, yes. Oh, that's so yes. awesome. Math in my hey hey, I'm pregnant. Math in my head takes a that's while. True. Give me some grace. Uh, you got it as much as you need. Um, so the reason that that I want Megan to be someone that's on these uh these episodes from time to time is not just because of proximity and the fact that we can record these from home which is which is nice um <laughs> but but more because you're someone who knows the bible really well you've been following jesus for a really long time you're really passionate about your faith um and and you've grown i i mean i've been with you since you were 17 years old i've watched you grow in your faith you've watched me grow in yeah in mine so i i know your experience and i know um, that you just have a really awesome connection with God, and you're actually really good at explaining it. So <laughs> you are more than qualified, um, and you ramble less than me, which isn't saying much, but you ramble way less. Well, you know. Like I'm doing okay. now. Um, okay. if, if this is your first time listening to an episode of Crash Course, here's the basic idea behind this. Um, these are our little mini podcasts that we do uh, kind of under the umbrella of our, our church's podcast, uh, His Hands Church in Woodstock, Georgia. Um, they exist for the main purpose of helping you get kind of up to speed in what it means to follow Jesus. And and specifically, we try to dive into a different uh, either word that's kind of a, a Bible word or a concept that is unique to uh, to our faith. Because a lot of the times when we start following Jesus, we, we feel like we don't we don't understand what it's all about. You know, and we try really hard as a church not to use super churchy language. We try to use really everyday speak. But there's still concepts. There's still words, you know, that you can't avoid. Things like, I don't know, holiness. Things like right. salvation. And a lot of times, even Christians who maybe have been following Jesus for a while have sort of hazy understanding of some of that. And that's okay. We don't all need to be experts on everything. But if you're if you're hazy for long, you get confused. Sure. And we don't want that. We want people to have a really clear understanding of of what it means to follow Jesus and yeah. what he's really done for us. Or and, you and might shy away from things because you feel like it's too complicated, you know, and it'll keep you yeah, from you're, you're, you you're, be able to enjoy. Absolutely. You're intimidated to, right. to join in conversations because right. you don't want to look. So so this is a crash course. It is not exhaustive. We don't have time to, to dive into every single detail of you know, thousands of years of, of discussion on these <laughs> topics, but we're just going to do our best to, to cover the gist. And our topic today, right now, this second, is drum roll, please. You don't have to do a drum roll. I'm just joking. Okay. okay. You weren't going to do it anyway. I don't have drums. That's true. I was like, you know, you can do a drum roll with your hands and. There we go. I don't know how to do Prayer. Prayer. I know prayer is something that is really powerful in your life. It's something that you. Uh, engage in a lot and and I love I love I actually really love listening to you pray mm-hmm. when we pray together and so I thought you'd be like this would be the perfect topic for you to okay to start off with and so if, if someone comes up to you Megan and says okay I, I believe in God I just feel awkward praying that's something we hear a decent bit yeah you know uh, I, I don't I don't I don't know how to pray I don't feel like I'm good at prayer I hear people kind of qualify themselves sure. I'm not good at prayer yeah what would you tell them what would your response to, to that uncertainty, that like nervousness about prayer be? Well, I, w- 
I guess what I would say is that prayer is is just talking to God and listening to God. And we talk and we listen all day long to everyone in our lives. And talking and listening to God really isn't any different. Um, we we picture it differently because we think about the God of the universe and how do you approach and talk to and listen to the God of the universe. But God became man in Jesus. He made himself near to us. He has gone to great lengths to have a relationship with us. And so we're not approaching this far off distant, um, like up in the sky, arms crossed on his throne, ready to judge us. God, we're, we're approaching someone who wants to be our friend. Mm. We're approaching someone who calls us, um, his children. So, it's just like talking to anybody else. It's just communication. It's just relationship. So when people feel like they're not good at it, it's usually because they have a picture in their mind of God that would be hard to approach. Mm. But, but God went to, like I said, great lengths to dispel that picture. And the great lengths being Jesus on the cross. I mean, coming here as a, as a human being dying a death on the cross, um, to reconcile us to him and to, to bring us into a relationship with him. He loves us so much. He doesn't, he's not far away from us. And I think any distance we feel is usually in our own heads. Mm. So it's, it's just like talking to anybody else. Yeah, no, I think you're, you're right on because, um, when, when someone says something like, Oh, I don't know if I can pray, you know, I believe in God, but I'm just not good at prayer. There's this idea that you can mess it up. Right. Like there should be like a formality to it or right. a certain, formula of these prayers work these other prayers don't or these prayers are acceptable to god other prayers are completely unacceptable to god right and and that's just not true no it's it's not and i mean if you see it as a ritual it is something you can mess up it is something that you can get wrong and so man if, if like you said if god is that if he's that you know kind of angry or volatile really easy to anger god that is just waiting for you to make a mistake and he's going to jump on you, then right. prayer might be something you'd rather avoid because I'd rather not do it than mess it up and make him mad. Um, yeah. Or you have got some like holy distant thing that I now have to like grovel to. Right. And that's, that's not the truth either. Yeah, absolutely. He's holy, but he's not distant. Right. And, and he's relatable, you know, like well, he loves us. He knows everything. This is the thing. If someone was asking me about this and this is the truth, he knows everything about us. God is our loving father who knows everything that's on our minds, everything that's on our hearts. And we come to him and share that with him. It is a joy to God. Mm. When we pray to God, it is a joy to him. So we don't have to approach it in this like gingerly formulaic, try to make it fancy wording way. That's not how I approach someone I love. Well, I'm glad you said that, like fancifully worded. So so I I think worded. So I, I think that... Maybe a great way to help people engage with prayer, because that's mm-hmm. what really what we would want. If you're right. if you're a, a new follower of Jesus, um, or someone that's been following for a while, but you're just it's this is still this is a hold up for you. Uh, we would say, man, engage, start praying. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons that we struggle with that is because there are misconceptions about prayer. What's really cool is that Jesus himself talked about a lot of those misconceptions. Yeah. Prayer is something he actually talked about really practically. Um, if you want to read like. Yeah, I think Matthew chapters five, six, and seven. Like, there's a, a section there where Jesus is just giving really like practical instruction. Yeah. And prayer is one of the things he talks about. And one of the things he mentions is what you said. Hey, when you pray, mm-hmm. don't don't worry about these like fancy 
long, uh, flowery prayers. Right. At the time, the religious leaders in his day, that's how they prayed. Right. They do it out it loud like in public. Show, yeah. And it was like they're trying to impress God with their their eloquence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think sometimes when we pray, we feel like, oh man, I don't I don't have the I mean, I don't I don't have the ability to pray like I've heard someone else pray where it just is right. so whatever. And Jesus said, just tell God what you need. Right. Pray simple. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and pray like yourself. Um, I think sometimes you'll hear someone pray and you think, man, that was really powerful. And I want to pray like that. Or um, I don't know. It, it, we, we just pray like yourself. Um, Jesus loves you as as you are. And when you come to him and pray, you can pray with words that you would use. You don't have to pray with words that you would never say. Um, if, if you don't normally say the word Lord, you don't have to say the word Lord. Like there's no, there's no formula to it. You can just come to him and pray. When I pray personally, um, I pray whatever's on my heart and whatever's on my mind. If I'm confused, if I'm angry, if I'm sad, if I'm happy, if I'm excited, um, if I want to praise Jesus, if I want to ask him for something I really need, if I just want to sit quietly and know that Jesus is there and listen, then I do that. It's, it really is very simple. It does not need to be, it does not need to be fancy. Right. Like you can drop the fancy. Yeah. I mean, Jesus said it doesn't need to be, doesn't need to be fancy. It also doesn't need to be like long. Right. Okay. One of the classic examples is Jesus was asked very specifically, Hey, how should we pray? So even 2000 years ago, the people that mm-hmm. Jesus came to who, who were yeah. very like talking about for a long time, religious people. Pray? Yeah. Um, they're like, we, we still don't feel comfortable in this. And Jesus gives them an example. It's you know classically known as the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. And he, he prays. He says, our, you know, our Father in heaven, may your name be praised and or hallowed be thy name, depending on what translation, if you're going yeah. old school. Um, that but, sounds very fancy. Right. And, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And, and their time, he used, he used, by the way, and this is a good thing to say, sometimes some, some older translations of the Bible uh, almost mm-hmm. fancy up yeah. the, the words that Jesus used, or at least from our perspective. Right. Um, because because they were using their English from you know that period of time and, sure. and they wrote more but but the reality is Jesus spoke the everyday language mm-hmm. um, he, he spoke common language if you study the original uh, the original manuscripts that are written in Greek uh, he spoke common Greek so he wasn't sitting here you know just constantly speaking with these long poetic statements his the Lord's prayer is very simple right I also love that it's not long yeah. his, his example, because sometimes I think when we, we're starting out trying to engage in prayer, we feel like, well, I got to pray for hours, right? Right. Like you're supposed to, yeah. Yeah, I better go in a room and have have hours <laughs> to pray. By the Close way, the door and no yeah. one interrupt you, and yeah. and that's awesome. Like do that if you can. Right. Like, but but Jesus, the Jesus's example of prayer, I think we timed it one time because we read it and, and we didn't read it crazy fast. It was like fifteen to twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. It's very very you know simple. So. But Jesus did go away by himself to pray. Right. But I think I think the point is that it can be very different. It can be you can have a variety of different ways and times that you pray. Yeah, if you if you don't have an hour to pray, well Jesus gave an example of a prayer that took about 20 seconds. Right. So and he said, "Hey, pray like this." So Jesus himself said it doesn't have to be long. He said, "Don't don't try to make it this big fancy thing, this mm-hmm. big public thing." He said, right. "Hey, pray privately, you know. It's okay to pray out loud with other people, but he was talking about people who were praying to impress other people." Right. Don't get into all that. Um, you mentioned praying yourself. I mean, I think, I think back to David in the, in the Old Testament. Um, David wrote the book of Psalms, most of those anyway. And those are songs. Almost think of them like journal entries. You know, he was this moody dude. And mm-hmm. a lot of them are prayers. It's him talking to God. Right. 
And sometimes he's really angry. Right. And when he's really angry, he's not holding that back. No. Sometimes he's really sad. And, and when he's really sad, he's not trying to he hold it all together. Sad. Yeah. And sometimes he's really, really joyful and he prays joyful. We don't, I think, um, again, with that idea that God is this, this formal thing for us to approach, mm-hmm. we edit ourselves and edit our, our emotions and feel like, well, God can't handle that. Like he's going to be offended by my emotions. And that's absolutely not true. When I bring my anger to God, which often, I mean, this happened with David all the time. When I bring my anger to God, he shapes it into peace. Or what if I bring fear to God, he shapes it into peace. Or if I, if I take to God my sadness, he will shape it into joy. David starts so many of his Psalms saying things like, you have forsaken me, smite my enemies. They are yeah, after want, me day and night. Slap my enemies in the face. That's like one of <laughs> yeah. my favorite. That's in the Bible. That's awesome. And then at the end of the psalm, it's like, and God, you are amazing and you're mighty and you're going to do it all and we're going to praise you and you're amazing. And so somewhere in those 20 something verses that he wrote, right. God took his emotions and shaped it. So we don't have to edit ourselves with God. Right. He didn't pop a Prozac like halfway no. through. He he actually brought <laughs> he brought his anger to God. Yeah. And God... And, got, and, then and got, turned and then, it around. Yes. And so we do ourselves a disservice when we try to clean ourselves up for God. That's not what he's asking us to do. He said, come to me and let me clean you up. Let me um, form in you the things that need to be formed in you. Mm. Bring me your heart and let me shape it. And so when we pray, that's what we're doing. We're taking God our hearts and allowing him to shape that in prayer, in conversation with our creator. Right. And so we don't have to edit ourselves. We don't have to clean ourselves up. Um, we can just burst right through the throne room of heaven, run to God and say, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm thinking about. This is what I'm going through. And then we get to let him minister to us. And it really is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. And so, so just kind of recap and then we'll, we'll move on to a couple other little things. I think we can do this real quick. Okay. Um, so you don't have to pray fancy. No, you don't. Ha- you don't have to pray long. It's great no. when you have long prayers, but Jesus prayed really Just short pray prayers. Pray whatever you got. Yeah. Um, you can pray honest. You can pray. You can pray angry if you're angry. You can pray sad if you're sad. If you're just frustrated, then you know what? Take that frustration to God. Um, I, I, I would. I would also add. You know that the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing, um, meaning that you just you pray at any like all the time yeah it's just, you can have a constant prayer on your heart that you just kind of whisper throughout the day yeah and i would also add i know this is gonna be quick but to pray bold mm. um to not hedge with god i think a lot of times we go to god and say god okay so this is what's going on and i would really love for you to provide but if you don't and if you don't and if it's okay and if it, yeah. if it be thy will please like don't hedge with God. Right. Bring to him what you need and then trust him to meet that need however he's going to meet it. But you can pray bold. You can ask for what is really, really on your heart. You don't have to like give him an out right. when you pray. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think sometimes we do that as like a self-protection thing. Well, yeah. Because like, oh man, if, if what if I ask for this and I don't get it? And honestly, in those situations, trust God. Absolutely. Like, what if I ask for this and God does something completely different? Well, then praise Jesus. He heard my prayer. Right. He's going to meet my needs. Yeah, no is an answer. It's not one we like to hear, but but it, well, no. it counts. He's going to meet He's going to meet our needs. He says he will. Like one final thing that you already mentioned, I just want to like yeah. f- maybe finish up with this. Prayer works. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> it really does. It and, really, really does. And there's a few there's a few scriptures that really come to mind. Number one, uh, there's a verse in James that says the prayer of a, of a righteous person, mm. just which really just means you could really take that to mean like a, a Christian because Jesus makes us righteous. He right. makes us He's right made with us God. All right with God. So the, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Mm. Um, God hears prayers. Yes. There's so many stories in the Bible where someone prays and God hears prayers. You can pray over and over again and know that God is listening. Yeah. Um, and there's a specific set of verses in, in the book of Philippians. It's chapter four where the Bible says, don't worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Instead, pray about everything. And the and, and then it goes on to say that, that like the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Yeah. A peace that doesn't even make sense will wash over us, will, right. will cover us. So the idea is, hey, if you're anxious about something, don't worry about it, which is really hard to do. Yeah. But pray about it. And then it says, and when you pray, so and it's talking about anxiety and worry. When you pray, right. when you bring your worries and your anxieties to God, he's going to take that and he's going to give you peace. That is right. something that anyone who prays a lot has has experienced. Sure. The, the peace of God. So prayer is effective. It works. Not only does God answer our prayers and actually mm-hmm. do some of the things like there, there have been times we've both prayed for specific things and they've happened. Oh yeah. And it's, and, it, and it, they've happened in such a way that it's like, only God could do that. And, and only God yeah. knew that we prayed. Only God, only God could do that. Yeah. So prayer works in that sense, but it also works in the sense that, that even, even if we're not seeing the the thing we want to see happen, happen yeah. the way we want it to, it, it affects us. It does. It, it, it shapes our hearts and it, and it gives us yeah. peace. Sometimes I'll pray for something that I think I really, really want. Um, but then I'll realize, but then through prayer, God will show me what I really need is to let that thing go. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. But, but he gives me the ability to do that. And it's gentle. Like God, when God works within us, he works gently within us, his mm. spirit gently within us. And so when I take something to God and he says, no, Megan, you need to let that go. No, Megan, you need to let that go. Over time, praying and asking, we work those things out together. And that prayer, even when God and I might be, if you want to picture it like on opposite sides of this thing I'm asking for, um, when we work that out together, our relationship grows. So it's, it, prayer can't be bad. You mm-hmm. can't, mm-hmm. you can't, there's no bad result that you're mm-hmm. going to get from prayer. You're going to give something to God. He's going to talk to you. He's going to speak to you. He's going to work things out on your behalf. It, it, it really, really, really is powerful. There's no reason not to pray about something. You can't, you can't mess it up. Can't mess it up. Uh, you are good at it because, because you're talking to your father who loves you. So, you know, pray, pray simple if you need to. Right. Pray, pray honest, pray real. Uh, don't worry about seeing it as a ritual. But I would just, we would just say, pray often. Yeah. Pray bold. Don't, there's nothing's off limits in prayer. Right. And, Bring and, it all to God and trust Him. And and man, uh, watch what He does. Yeah. So pray. It works. It's good. <laughs> all right. That's gonna wrap it up for this episode. We will talk to you guys later. Megan, thank you so much for you're welcome being here as the guest as the guest <laughs> host, which sounds so. I don't know why. I got to figure out how to start and end things. Let's end it now. Okay. It's over.